Hello and welcome to another episode of Mr. Z in fifth. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're going to continue our our topic from last week. From last week, man, and boy, that was a hot topic. Interracial dating. Boy, that was a hot topic, man. And um, can't wait to embark on that again. Um, man, it's so much. It's so much things to talk about when it comes to interracial dating, man. And um. You know, we didn't. We looked at different, uh, different, uh, different perspectives of it. We look at the, we looked at both the, the black woman dating the white man and the black man dating the white woman. We look at both both perspective, and we look at, and, and not only just black, black and white. We also look at, look at different, you know, um, different. We date um, black folks date, date in different nationalities and different um, ethnicities and everything. So we're gonna um, look on that and just talk about that right now, man, and. Um, Man, experience, 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 but, um, and we also discuss about how our folks, black folks, are we, we always are very, um, open, open, always open our homes to different ethnicities and different, and people of different backgrounds, we're always so welcoming, and, uh, we sometimes we just wish that, um, the others were, other ethnicities and other people of background was more open to us when we started dating the, um, their daughters or so on, so on, and and, and, and you, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> hey, well, let me let yeah, me man. let me just so, cut. Let me just um, get in here and say this though. Why do you think? Okay, actually, before we get into that, let's talk about what happened recently. The Houston Texans owner Bob McNair said in front of his players while in response to the. Uh, to the uh, protest, the kneeling uh, protest, he had stated that, and this is in front of his players, he said, we can't have our inmates controlling the prison. So he's calling the players' inmates and he's calling the NFL prison. <laughs> my question what kind, what, my, what kind of thing is this? Oh, because, we, because, we, because, because the NFL is, is black? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. let's just put it like this. To use a metaphor like that when talking to black players, after they already originally are following the protests of Colin Kaepernick against police brutality, the last thing you want to do is say that to them. But this just goes to show you with him and other owners feel. And I actually want him, I actually uh, wanted him to uh, not double down. Hmm. I wanted him to, I mean, I wanted him to to, uh, to not pull it back. I wanted him to uh, to double down on his stance and be like, yeah, I said it. Why would he say something like that? No, I'm glad glad he said it. I'm glad he said it. I'll explain why I believe I'm glad. I'm glad he said it because I'd rather I know where you stand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to know where you stand from the beginning. I don't want to know later when my life is on the line. Hmm. I would like to know now. Hmm. So I like the fact that he was honest and I encourage more Owners, I wish Jerry Jones would have said that because if hmm. Jerry Jones would have said that, they would have made a bigger deal about it because Jerry Jones is basically the king of the NFL, basically. Yes, yes, he is. Yeah, Not yeah. Roger Goodell, mm-hmm. him. Him, yes. Mm-hmm. He's one of the, he's one of the most top sports owners of all sports. Period. <clears throat> okay, you know him. You know, you know his his name. You know his name. That's a name you know. When you say it, you're like, oh, okay. So. Jerry Jones and sports go hand in hand, just based off of his name, yes. status, stature. <laughs> so I want to yeah. hear. I, I want more honesty, more honesty. 
Okay. Yeah, man. It's just, it's just, it's just so, uh, just well, he just how came you, out of his mouth and just said what he said. Inmates, cut. How do you think? How do you think they should respond to that? Oh man, yo. I, well, my opinion is that man. Um, when you look at a bunch of brother, you know, you look at a bunch of black men in the NFL, and then you're gonna call us inmates. Like we have another stress on our plate. They just look at us and call us and call us inmates, you know. Inmates, inmates are making we're making a living off of this, making money, you know, and entertaining, entertaining the public with sport, the NFL sports, National Football League, and then you're gonna call us inmates. That's a slap in the face, man. That's a big slap in the face. Please believe it. It's a slap in the. It's a disrespectful. Racial slap in the face to us, man, and um, it's not, definitely not respected coming out of his mouth, man. I this, 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 this goes to show that that was embedded in his heart. It goes to show how he really feels, and it goes to show that, you know, they don't. It's kind of ill feelings towards us, like you know, you know. In other words, Captain Nick is right. Run, brother. You know, you gonna just make it run, brother. Run. Forget about how we feel. Forget about. Forget about if our kids, children are being harassed by the police. Just run. Don't say nothing. Just run and get that money. That's it. And this is why we love our brother Kaepernick so much because this is the very thing that he, that 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 helps his protest. Yo, let me tell you something. I have to jump in. And, I have to jump in the same one. If you know they got some them brothers out there that think Kaepernick is a fool. Yeah. And yeah. They, and, yeah. And they're so called. Uh, when they knew him, probably shook hands with him, and then now, because they don't want uh, stand in support with him and be ostracized like him, they've now have said to the good old uh, their masses, yeah, aka uh, NFL owners, team yeah. owners. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I'm not gonna uh, kneel. You ain't got to worry about me kneeling. You know, I just want to play. True. If you ask me, these players are kneeling. Uh, for something else, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so uh, I mean that's just how it is, man. That's just how it is. It's sad, you know. Um, here's what I want to say. I want these players to just walk off the field, man. Just don't even play. Don't even play. He referred to you as an inmate. Now your man, your manhood has been has been pushed. It's bad enough you had Trump calling your sons of bees. And they should fire them. Mm-hmm. Now you got this man. I, I think that's worse than Trump calling them sons of bees. That's that's even worse. Yeah, in yeah. my opinion. True. Inmates, all the disrespect in the world. Yeah, how do you think they should respond to this though? Like, what do you like? Do you think the protest should go up a notch? Like, what extreme measures? Now are we talking extreme measures of protest? You no, know we will. Uh, we have we have, we have great um, because. They use Kaepernick as an example. So now, I mean, what the the players now is is in, is in dilemma. They can be like, well, if we protest, we might get fired like heaven. We might we might not even get back in. They might just say, you know what, you don't have a country anymore. But what, wouldn't that be something though? Most of the most of the brothers just walk off the field. or just or just say, you know, when when the when the national anthem come on, we just we're just gonna kneel. We're not gonna. Imagine that be no, something. The, the, the kneeling ain't enough. At this yeah. point, but okay, what if they just walk off? I want they, that right on television. Okay, what, 
they walk off the field and wouldn't that be something if they just all got together and just walk off the field and then next thing you know it's like Jerry Jones is saying wait a minute I need you I, 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 I need you how are we going to make our money how are we going to make our, how are we going to make our, um, you know how are we going to make this money man why y'all leaving yo I want that to happen though right on TV how was, how was the ratings though for the NFL right now because I've been look, watching so much look they care more about the Super Bowl ratings because the Super Bowl ratings could basically help everything for them. Um, but they say it's a little lower than usual. That's what they say. And they're blaming it on the protests. Yeah, Good. See? Good. Good, yeah. That's what we wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching. My NFL boycott continues. I mean, please. <laughs> stuff like that, I'm glad I'm boycotting. And what, and, and the... some, some people are, are now boycotting. Some people... Heard this And it's the straw That broke the camel's back Now they're boycotting Some are not even Going to boycott nothing We're talking about Coons We're talking about People who are like Coons We're talking well, about I, I know we're a talking coon to, yesterday that, 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 that said You know what I, I, I'm not listening to Kaepernick I'm watching my end I'm watching my end Kaepernick is a fool He has no job I'll do any, This dude This this cool This cool That's been drinking A lot of coon juice And coon water Said that I, they said that he mm-hmm. basically yeah basically yeah said man you know what I'll do anything for that money I'll do anything for that money so man mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm watching I'm watching the the NFL I'm watching the NFL Kaepernick is a will do anything for that money but you know what including a sexual favor huh that's that's right that's what, you know what and I and I told that this my response was is that you know what people like we'll be still in segregate we'll be still in Jim Crow if it was for people like you thank you we still be getting whipped beat. Horses shot, stabbed, raped in that order. Yeah, and and, and uh, fire hoses sprayed at us. Dogs. Too. I mean, we, it's bad enough. We still get, we got we got cops and white supremacists getting away with killing us without impunity. It's bad enough we still have that happen in yeah. year two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, exactly. If we had look, you have black people out there who do that. Um, uh, what about? You have those what about black on black crime black folks every time we address white supremacy. Yeah. Um, those are the people that are still watching the NFL because they feel nothing's gonna change anyway. Yeah. So I might as well go along to get along. That's compromising. That's compromising. You know, if Dr. King taught like that and NFL like yo, let me tell you something. Football ain't that important to me to the point where I'm gonna be it ain't that important to me. It's not. And it never will be. My 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 self respect comes first, Maybe. you know. Maybe. There's a lot of things we got to go through. You know what it is. You know, it's bad enough we got to do a white supremacy on our jobs because, you know, black people don't own fourteen five hundred uh, industries and companies, so we have no choice. If we want to get a job, we have to work. You know, for who for whomever. You know who I'm talking about. Yes, yes, but the goal, true. But but the goal is if you're gonna be like me myself. Is to take those resources and build your own business. You know what I'm saying? To deal with white supremacy as minimal as possible. You know, and that's a and that's a problem with us, man. And we we also we we did, we was taught from generation to generation to work and not to own our own. There's only a few of us that that taught our children that that had passed passed down inheritance for their children so they can so they can pick up a trade or or um feed themselves or leave a property to, so they can so they can basically live off of the um 
inheritance of their parents. It's only a few, but it's only it's a sprinkle. I would say it's a sprinkle. What I mean by a sprinkle only you can count them on less than less than half a hand. We we tend to just say, okay, we go to go. Nothing wrong with going to school. Going to school, then we're gonna get a job, and that's where it stops. It should be like 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 the boys walking said. We should circulate money in our own community so we can build for ourselves and stop depending on working for the man. There you have it. You know, so it, it's just it's just a it's just something that you know, like like what Doctor Boyce Watkins says. Not just you know, people always say, "Oh, we're money, 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 money." You can start with little and then build from there. You don't have to have a whole lot. Right. I know it depends on what you do, but you have to start somewhere. You can talk a good dream, but it's but but you gotta put it to action. If you don't put it to action, if you don't do nothing if you don't do nothing, what what do you get? You nothing. Get, you get nothing. That's the bottom line. You gotta start from somewhere, ladies and gentlemen out there. Black people need to start hanging with black people who have actually who who think highly of themselves. And believe, in, and believe in themselves And believe that as black folks That we could do good The problem is you have a lot of black folks out here They don't know much They need to do some reading They need to know some history When we ask for questions It's because we don't know the answers But I guarantee you those who are always asking for questions Why does this happen? Why does that happen? How come black people can't unite on this? How can black people can't do this? Black, you need to do some research Once you do your research and you start to know some things and then you'll realize, wow, this is where this started, and this is the thing that is continuing. Okay, this is what we're going to do to address this. Right. I used to be that guy when I was waking up. I used to say a lot of things, and then I'm not that guy no more. Right. And then some people wonder why, because I did some reading. I did some research. I, I, I talked to my people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you know, these are things that I, I came to a, to a knowledge and understanding of what we can do. And what can happen? And I don't. And I don't look at my. And I don't look down on my people because the problem is a lot of black folks were taught to look down on their people. Yes. And this segues into what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. into our topic, into racial relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of black people have a, um, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the cord has been struck in between the black man and the black women, mm. and so a lot of black people will seek other things for their. Uh, you know, you know, to mask their insecurities. So a black man will, you know, if he can't get freedom, true freedom, then he will try to get the symbols of freedom. And to him, those symbols of freedom would be money, cat, money, cars, and women, and the particular women, white women. <laughs> yeah. You know, I yeah. might disappoint some people who are listening to this episode. They might be like, yo, I thought this was about interracial dating. It is, but we're going to talk about the reality of interracial dating yeah. uh, from the black perspective because mm-hmm. it's different when you're black and you date interracially. If you're white, hey, and, you, and you're listening to this show, uh, God bless you. Uh, I hope you're listening carefully because if you have a black girlfriend or a black boyfriend, whoever you are, white woman, white man, these are the things that they're going through. And if they're not discussing this with you, this is what they're going through. Mm-hmm. They, they are, you know, you're, you're already born into this world black. That's what you already got. You already have to deal with the systematic oppression of white supremacy, not white people, 
But white supremacy, there's a difference. Yes. And then they got to come home to you mm-hmm. and you're white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then now it's like this, okay? Here, here, here's a black man who, 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 who dealt with some stuff at work mm-hmm. out in the streets like we usually do mm-hmm. because this is how society is. So then he's had to deal with that. Now he got to come home to you, a white woman. The last thing he needs is a fight when he gets home. Good Lord, he already went through what he went through out in the world. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and my whole thing is, you know, what do you say to those Zach kids? What do you say to mm. those people who say you can't help who you love? <sighs> well, they say they can't help who you love, but um, the first thing people say, the first thing they when you choose a mate, and sometimes people choose a lot of us men choose mates because we're attracted to them right away this is, we we go by what we see yes talk about it man and and, and we and what we see is who we're attracted to what to, that's what we want in our bed i'm just keeping it real yes keep it all the way real so so when you choose a mate you know some some and a lot of us are we fail a lot of us brothers are sometimes we fail to do this we fail to choose a mate that's in every aspect that that com, that's compatible with us, because sometimes you can you can choose a person of different ethnicity and sometimes a person of um, Caucasian or, or or different ethnicity, and then sometimes once once you face once your children or once you face police brutality, you know the last thing you want to hear is that well the cops are just doing their job. Or, or he should have complied. Or, 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 or you should have complied. Meaning that sometimes cops, sometimes, sometimes his officers come off angry. Sometimes, and sometimes, and, and sometimes you're doing, you could doing the right thing. And but sometimes they're too angry. They don't tone it down, and they can tell you. They can ask you to either step out the car, or, or you can do, or they can do one thing. When you walk on the, not even you, you don't have to even be in your car. You could be walking on the street. Yep. And they and um, the police officer or an officer that's undercover that's that's in plain clothing says you look suspicious. Look at pull you over and say, or, or just grab you and say, listen, you look suspicious. Or two or three officers what happened to me not too like years ago. Oh, you look a little suspicious. So we're just gonna check you in the middle of the street when you're trying to get to the grocery store or you're trying to see your friend. Um, they can empty your pockets and make a big scene. And and that alone can cause aggravation in your life. That alone, it, in itself, can, can get you, can get you all, can change your whole mood for the whole entire day. And that can change your whole mood because number one, number one, you're fearful because you don't know if you're gonna live or not at that moment at that time. Being a black, being a black man, you don't know because you don't know what le- what level they're gonna take it to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, yep. everyone out there, because Eric Gardner, it was not too long that that happened to Eric Gardner. You know what I'm saying? So, and and the last thing you want to hear is that that well, what was you doing wrong, honey? When you marry some, when you <laughs> when you marry someone or you date someone that's that's that has a I'm gonna say compatible and has an understanding like you have an understanding that was that was. Not raised simply, but raised to, to know that, listen, in these streets, you know, it's not too kind to us. You know, the odds are against us. And, and your mate is, is there, to, the mate is there to be a comforter. The mate is there to be, to, to have an understanding of your struggle, 
have an understanding of and then and then when you raise your kids you can raise your kids the same way to understand to know that listen that they don't like it because of of who you are mm-hmm. you know they don't like it because of who you are it's not it has nothing to do with you know you but it has, it has a lot to do with what you look like imagine so, telling somebody that as a kid that, that's the black struggle in a nutshell yeah is the you, fact you sit that down, you, you try to explain this to to our black kids and there are other people who share similar struggles to us yeah. because in a in the in a, in I'll just say this and then get it out the way mm-hmm. so in the latino in the in the latino uh households this happens too because white supremacy doesn't like them either mm-hmm. especially if you are a real I guess what I could call you a, a real Latino person who acknowledges their African roots, mm. who doesn't see themselves as white because you have a lot of people in that community. Uh, you got a lot of people who are in the non-white community, non-Caucasian community, non-Anglo community. They still want to pass as white. Yes. So for those who don't pass that, you you, you are very conscious of the fact that they don't like you either. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, so there's a different there's a different um experience for black and latino relationships, black, you know, those are a little different. Mm-hmm. Um they there's some things that can work and some things that kind of clash, mm-hmm. but it's less some would say it's less difficult than the white and black dating mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. of just our history and stuff like that. Yeah, see? And, and yeah, it's, it's a lot that goes into it, man. Because sometimes you, um, if you're um, dating someone of, of different ethnicity, the first thing that comes into a, to a brother's mind is that well, is they, would they would their family accept me? That's the first thing. That first thing that flies in your mind, or or it just it, it just comes in your mind, or you let your or you let your your significant other know that's not of your ethnicity. Mm-hmm. That listen, um, did you let your did you let your mama dad know that I'm that I'm black, or uh, did you did you did you did you let them know yet? You know, did you did you tell them? Did you let them know yet? Did they? Can I come in? Can I? You know, how how do they feel that you've seen someone? These are all the struggles that we gotta go through. Mm-hmm. So, but um, now t- when the tables are flipped, and a brother brings a um woman home non-black woman home it's always welcoming it's always warm welcoming most of the predominantly most of the time 90% of the time you would say right Fifth it's always welcoming for the most part yeah yeah I mean from my experience and other people's experience you know for the most part it's more accepting on on that part than on the other side Mm -hmm. the other side is a Mm -hmm. little different I can't really you know yeah, but, so yeah, it's just it's just you know maybe um, sister dating a white man. Let me see. You know, maybe parents may have some questions about it, but still, I guess it's almost it's welcoming. You know, but um, yeah, yeah, but um, we. When it comes to inter- when it comes to interracial dating, now um, these are all the these are all the things that just boggles the head and boggles your mind and everything. We're not against it. It's just that these are things that these are the struggles that we that that us brothers face and that we go through. You know, so yeah. 
How about now? Say you've done the. Th- oh, I need to go back to what you said about the um, because I asked you about um, what do you say to the people who say you can't help who, who you love, and you said choosing mates. Yes. So you said the words choose. Choose. Mm-hmm. You you. Mm-hmm. So I would say to those people that say you can't help who you love. But you can help who you choose, right? Right. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get to. That's what I'm trying to get to. If you are somebody who wants to go outside your race for the sake of going outside your race, I think that's the wrong way about dating. I think if you want to meet somebody and you just so happen to meet somebody who's not from your uh, community, culture, ethnicity, that's different. It's, it's, there's a difference between you... Sporadically or spontaneously coming across something, then you actually go out there and and you go out there hunting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I I feel any man that goes outside of his race for the sake of going outside of his race is gonna find trouble at first because he's not even gonna, he's not even gonna have any he's not gonna know what to do. Mm-hmm. He's gonna see her like any other woman, not not the same. Mm-hmm. He, his approach is gonna be like how he approaches uh, uh, any other woman. That's not the same. Not every woman is approached the same. No. If you just so happen to come across somebody in a situation, you hit it off with this person, and then y'all dated. Let me explain my experience with that. Yeah. So, I said last episode that, you know, I've dated uh, somebody who was Caucasian. I have. Actually, a few times. But anyway. Yeah. I said that very quickly, but. I just had to say this was, oh, this was a long time ago, a long time ago. Yeah, not that there was anything wrong with that, but I'm just saying this is this this was a, a younger me. A younger me didn't go out with white girls because I just wanted one. I just so happened to be friends with with the ones, and then that's how it happened. That's how it happened. No different from the sisters I've been with anybody else. Mm-hmm. But I'm just making a point. The friendship was there, and then an attraction started to grow. Mm. That's how that happened. I wasn't out there saying, "Yo, son, I gotta get me a, I gotta get me a, a, a snowflake." <laughs> no, <laughs> those are the type of brothers and other men who are not brothers mm-hmm. who get into trouble when they do that stuff. Mm-hmm. They get because they go out there and they just get anybody mm-hmm. as long <laughs> as they pass the uh, the uh, the white sheet of paper test. <laughs> 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 If, yeah. if you know what I mean, oh, you know yeah. what I mean. Oh yeah, not not paper bag because mm-hmm. ain't no paper bag. Yeah, no. Is, is, is it is it is it almost is it the same with online dating too? Like I mean, like um, yes. Yeah. Online dating is uh, online dating. I don't. I can't speak from the perspective of online dating. The only perspective I could speak from is being on social network and trying to slide in somebody's DMs. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But um, <laughs> online dating is, is to me is physical. Mm-hmm. You got a nice picture, you're gonna get attention. You don't, you're not gonna get attention. Right, right, right. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's why online mm-hmm. dating is so difficult. Mm-hmm. You you look better in person anyway. Right. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. You know. So you know that that's a tough one. Matchmaking on online, I think. Is can happen. I mean, you know, you you come across somebody who shares the same things as you, mm-hmm. and they just so happen to look like something, and then it works out. But me personally, I believe 
Dot, I, I believe uh, drop dead gorgeous women are not online. They don't need it. They get approached often, but that doesn't mean that the type of men that approach them is what they're into. But I don't think a woman who's out, who's outrageously beautiful needs an online dating profile to meet men. Unless she's being very specific, maybe. Mm, that's it. Wow, I never looked at it that way. Wow. Got to look at it that way. That's why a lot of people, a lot of men are on uh, these online dating sites getting catfished. You know, <laughs> just show the show. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep, good yep. looking girl. And then he see yeah. the girl in person. Looking like McGillicuddy. Oh no, 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 not good. Like, like <laughs> she, you know, she, she, you know, you see her. You know, you think her voice is going to be nice and sensual, mm-hmm. and then when you see her, she's like, "Hey, boo, how you doing, baby?" <laughs> oh, no, and she looked like Grimace from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Looking oh, like, oh, oh, looking oh, like, oh. looking like, looking like a hundred or a hunchback um, Notre Dame. From Notre Dame. <laughs> Instead, she the hunchback from Compton. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, so online dating is hard. I'm an old school cat. I'm an old school cat. I like to meet my women in the flesh first. You know what I mean? That's just how it is. Yeah. You know, but you got to put yourself in. You got to put yourself in network surroundings and your social life. Pick it up a bit. So that you could be around these women who who look a certain way, act a certain way, who into certain things. You got to go where they are. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's just how it is. Most often, people meet each other at work. So maybe we need to save some of these other topics for a different show. But, but, But just on the basis of interracial dating. So, you know people who have dated people who were, uh, who were of the Latin Latino side of the game? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up with 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 um. Look, I'm from New York, right? New York City, and the projects that I grew up it grew up in, we had a family who was from the Philippines, and you know they wasn't scared of us or nothing like that. You know we had family, we had some white people there, and then we've had um Puerto Ricans and stuff like that, Dominicans, whatever. And, you know, mm. I felt like the black and Puerto Rican relationship when I was growing up wise, you know, we grew up together. So we kind of saw each other normally. I didn't really as a kid and and maybe still to this day, I might be somewhat in denial, but I usually don't see interracial. I don't I some sometimes <laughs> don't classify when somebody black dates somebody Puerto Rican. As a um or, or, or Dominican as an interracial relationship because our back our um you know if you know the history of Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic I mean you wouldn't know that they're black people too now whether they know that is a different story or what did they like to accept it right so then so, okay so then you need to get with the ones who do mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying to kind of alleviate that mm-hmm. you know and then some people feel that. In the Latino in in, in 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 the Latino community, specifically Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, if they consider themselves in that community, that they've been playing the bench uh, during a lot of the struggles, mm. you know. So I, so some black folks probably feel that way. I to some I to some point feel that way too. I feel like look, you know, um, you know, where was the help when we needed it? Mm. Um, and for those who were there, I salute you. You were there for um, you know the ones who were there. 
I salute you. And when we were there for you, salute us back. I understand that. But I'm talking about the ones who weren't there. I think um, what you find often in our communities, especially when it comes to police brutality, mm-hmm. um, I would say in a clean sweep, um, I'm a black man and you a Puerto Rican brother. We both, they both getting both, they getting both of us. And, yeah. then, and then on that, we tend to unify. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you have those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, these are the ones who, 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 know, who, who know who they are. The ones who don't know who they are and they want to pass for being somebody else, you know, I don't, I don't know about that. I, I, I don't want to say your name, but um, yeah, the, like the like the Mark Zimmermans, okay. <laughs> oh, you, oh, like the George Zimmermans. Yeah, yeah, George Zimmermans. Yeah, yeah, because his 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 original one of his parents is from, I don't know what is it, Ecuador or whatever the heck it was. Yeah, yeah, you mm-hmm. know. But mm-hmm. Zimmerman claims think says he's white. He claim he don't claim his uh, his. Uh, his other part Yes and You know There's quite a few of them Like that My brother was telling me That in front There's quite a few That people that came That they uh, Hey you got black people Who don't want to be black And I don't suggest If you're a brother Who loves your your people Don't get with somebody Who don't Don't get with somebody Who's black Who don't want to be black You might yeah. as well Get with somebody white Yeah Or yeah mm-hmm. You know I'm just saying mm-hmm. You know And I know we're Throwing around terms And all that But this is not To offend anybody I'm just stating a point. You just you talked about compatibility. You did, mm-hmm. and the point is, if you're somebody who's black who's not going to date another black person, then if you're not going, then if then if that's not what ends up happening, mm-hmm. then within your interracial uh, voyage, mm-hmm. then you need to make sure that they are down for you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you just setting yourself up for problems. Yeah, it's yeah. bad enough. The black struggle was bad enough. You want to have a, 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 another struggle? <laughs> you know what? And you know, I've I've heard of stories like that, man. I mean, they got some. Like I said before, they had a um brother that I know a long time years ago. Um, he's he was Christian and she's a Christian. And he dated a girl that was from the Philippines. His parents had problems with that, and um. They broke up because they broke as a result. They broke up over that, you know. What I mean, yeah. she she said, "Listen, she, she listen." How I knew was when she said it. She actually did, did Nightingale actually said it out of her own lips. She said that. Yeah, you talked I about this last episode. Yeah, I know what you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah I can't date someone. I can't date um, Garnett because so and so and so because he is black. And I'm like, wow. Well, you know that's sad because you have the religion part too. So. Now people who are who are example, people who are Muslim dating Christian. That's a tough one, but you do have relationships that are that way. <laughs> oh, it unequally yoked. Yeah, that's a tough one. You know, and then it, it's tough in this sense. Mm-hmm. And culturally too. When you want to have kids, let's get into that. Okay. When yeah. you want to have kids with somebody of another race, um, let's break it down this way. Well, yeah. Dr. Umar Johnson said When you marry somebody You marry their culture You marry their families He's right yeah. I, He is right He's I believe right. that He's right. Their He's right. culture and their customs mm-hmm. Thing is Is it going to be mutual If it's not If it's not going to be mutual Then it's unfair That one got to give it up for you So What happens when you're raising kids Say you're somebody who's black And you're with somebody who's white Y'all have kids together So they're black and white mm-hmm. But they look more black Question mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
what do you tell that kid? Do you teach them? Do you teach them black black pride? Do you teach you know? Because you you let's put it like this. He's he looks more black. Like he looks like he looks like that of a um of a, a he's the same complexion of that of a, a, a of a, a Tracy Ellis Ross because okay, Tracy okay, Ellis okay. Ross is mixed. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. but Tracy Ellis Ross doesn't get treated like a white woman. She like like a black woman. Right. So she has the white side of the family, but society has chosen for her to be a black woman. Mm -hmm. Uh, The struggle is, is that she got to claim both. She don't want to make the white side feel like this and the black side feel like that. If she don't claim to be black enough, I would say in the case of Obama, uh, there were plenty of uh, people in the uh, white. There were plenty of uh, people under the umbrella of white supremacy who did not acknowledge Obama as being white. And at that point he didn't have to claim it because they just wanted him to just be black anyway, because he right. looked black to them. Right. And he, right. he had a white mother and he right. was raised by her. He wasn't yes. raised by his black father from Kenya. No, no, he wasn't. No. So what do you think the struggles are when raising kids in an interracial, uh, um, you know, marriage relationship? Um, that's it. I love this question. This this um topic. Um, first of all, uh, when you raise um any else of a black per- any else of someone that's that's black is black. Mm-hmm. That's that's number one. Number number two. Um, when you when you when you dating somebody that's uh, when you with somebody that's and you have your kids that are inter biracial. You have your kids that are biracial. You do teach you do teach them. Your black, the black, black pride, but you also teach them that they have a white side too. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you don't know, you don't ignore one, right. and that's the problem. Sometimes, sometimes, um, I heard an actor said this that, that he's married to a white woman. I'm not gonna probably give his name, but he he said he was like, um, he's married to a white woman. And he said his kids. He said when he walks in his house, there is no color whatsoever. He doesn't discuss. To us, he doesn't discuss his kids being black. He just discusses kids that you're human, to love one another, and you're human. Very, very. That's very, um, very, very. I will say to him, that's very. Um, I mean, that's very respectable. All in, all in the but family, not Brady really, Bunch fairy tale world. Yes, but, but it's not reality. reality. Thank you. It's not reality. It's not reality because when he goes out there in the world, mm-hmm. they're gonna show him who he is. And there's a show out there called This Is Us. You ever seen that show? No, no, no. There's a show called This Is Us. I love this show. Very well written show. Mm. White family has twins of their own, but they adopted a black child. Mm-hmm. Because one of their kids, oh, this is somewhat of a spoiler. One of their kids died in birth. They were going to have triplets. Mm. So they ended up adopting a black baby from birth. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So they were realizing the struggles of raising a black child Mm -hmm. because they had to face racism Mm -hmm. for their child. Mm -hmm. Now they weren't oppressed, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. they didn't like the fact that their son was facing these issues. And they're like, wow, you know, we have to understand that we have a black child. So he's going to need different things than, than our own children who are white. Mm -hmm. This show Basically, because now they're grown, but it just shows flashbacks. Mm-hmm. This show, very well good in the show, um, 
basically, it's on uh, NBC. That's uh, that's a small plug. I'm not gonna do it no more because they ain't paying me for that. Uh, but <laughs> very good show. But it also explains some things. Mm-hmm. It explains yeah. his 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 mm-hmm. need for wanting to be black mm-hmm. because his skin was there, but he wanted to have that connection. Like, wow, I'm black, and I want to relate to people who are like me. Right. Although this family raised me and I love them, mm-hmm. but I'm black. I have a black because he has a black wife, mm. and he's raising black kids. But he was raised white, mm. so I I think that's interesting. Here he was. He could have he could have married a white woman and it would have made sense because his mother was mother's white yeah. and his father's white. His right. uh, you know his adopted parents. So he's used to that. He's up used to that upbringing. Yeah, he was used to that upbringing. He he uh uh they were talking about the racism that he went through in the community that they grew up grew up in mm-hmm. and within his fam and within that family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He hap- he just so happens to meet his father, his birth father. So that was that was his only black experience he had really close to him was his dad. But his dad had his dad was sick. Wow. And he died. You know? Got into his father's life, his died his dad died of cancer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I mean that's what I mean. Get, well, I said some things for those who never watched it, but but I'm just saying that. What about that brother? What about that sister in that situation? Now it would make sense if they did. They that's how they grew up. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you said that that black father said they don't they don't discuss color. Well, guess what? Here you got families who adopting kids who are not of theirs, and even they have to discuss color. See, yes. So for that man who says he don't discuss color, whoever you are, you a coward. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And one of them, and one of them, and, and and you know what? Somebody reminds me of that. You said actor, right? I'm gonna drop his name. He goes by the name of Tay Diggs. Yes. Get the heck out of here. Yes. This man got. A I kid. don't want to say his name. No, I, yeah, I, 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 I know. Yeah. When you when you were talking about it. And, and, and I started to hear you And I said Oh I know who you're talking about Tay Diggs No, Tay dis- Diggs, no disrespect to you as a person But brother Wake the heck up <laughs> You know doggone well You're going to have to uh, teach your uh, 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 Biracial child or children I don't know how many kids he had with Adina Manziel You know I don't know how many kids he had with her But whatever kids he had with her that kid gonna, is going to have to grow up knowing he got a white mother and a black father. Black, and, and let me tell you something. That brother, and this ain't no diss, that brother is a that brother darker than me and you combined. So, you know, doggone well, he going to have to someday, someday explain racism to his child. You could avoid it all you want. But well, Tay Diggs is more of a... Um, he, he, how could I say it, man? He doesn't. It's like he doesn't want to like, like look at that reality of it, man. I mean, he doesn't really want to look at it. He just wants to be in the. You know why? Because he's acting. Because, because it's hard for him as a black man to face that every day, okay? And he's in Hollywood too, so he experiences it on a level that is different from me. Because I'm not in Hollywood, okay? But this brother got to deal with it. It don't don't matter. It Maybe. don't matter. Maybe he should watch the movie called Queen. Maybe he should just. You ever seen that movie called Queen Roots? Okay, this is what he should do. This is what he should do. I think he knows better. See, I'm not gonna speak. 
about him like as if he don't know what it means to be black no he does what it does know what it means to be black but he's afraid of the venom that he has to teach his child because number one he teaches his child about white supremacy then his child is going to be like okay well what about mom that's why that's mm-hmm. the biggest challenge mm-hmm. because the man got to deal with white supremacy and then he's going to teach his kids about white supremacy <laughs> and then he's going to go home to a white mother mm-hmm. let me tell you something let me tell you something I wish I could name this one there I think okay there was okay there's a story of a particular biracial man his mother's white his father's black his father is not in his life sadly I hate when I hear that but his mother is mm. his mother and him are separated on racial issues mm. go figure separated on racial issues right now he's not even talking to his white mother because his mother voted for Trump it made every excuse in the book on why she voted for him So he struck a chord with his mother. Well, she struck a chord with him. Hmm. I saw this on some article somewhere. Uh, the article was titled uh, uh, Reasons Why I Don't Talk to My White Mother No More. Wow. It doesn't look like that. It's an article on some website somewhere. Okay, okay. And it just goes to show you that just because you have sex with people don't mean you end in racism. And just because you give them birth to biracial kids don't mean you actually love them. I'm going there. Wow. I don't care how many black babies uh, you give birth to. You can still hate them. You know who was in that movie with Queen? Sadly. Jasmine Guy. I'm I'm not biracial, so I can't speak a biracial issue. And I would like to have somebody on the show in the future who can speak, speak to that. But I'm telling you right now, this is a struggle that black people... Are going through That's what they're going through I, I'm, I'm going to bring up a woman Um, I showed you pictures of her I did Quincy Jones' daughter Rashida Jones Yeah, Her, her name is as black as it comes <laughs> But when you look at Rashida Rashida can sometimes Often pass for being white So if Rashida I don't know if she's married or not But I think at one point Rashid, I don't know I don't know Rashida's dating life I don't know But her name is is, is Come on Rashida That sounds like a, a sister Yeah yeah Rashida who now, now, now her father's Quincy Jones So technically she is one Question Does she identify herself as one I don't know I don't but know But I saw her yeah. sister Her sister I think sometimes Looks more black than her You can say So then when you look at her You're like okay Yeah definitely that man Your father I can definitely see that You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying mm-hmm. But I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure Whatever struggle she got, she got to deal with that. But if you're somebody who's like Alicia Keys, who's unmis- who looks unmistakably black, she don't look like a white woman. She don't look like a white woman. Alicia Keys, but no, Alicia no. Keys does not look like a white woman. But no. she is mixed. Mm-hmm. Okay, you look at her, and you you look at her, and you say, "Wow, that's that's a light skinned black woman." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that woman deals with white supremacy. I'm sure she mm-hmm, does, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure, you know, there's probably been times where she felt like, well, dang, I got some of my people who black coming at me, and I got white people who don't even acknowledge me. What should I do? That, if, if, if you ever have you ever seen the movie called Queen? 
I've mm-hmm. never seen it. Okay, explain it. I, I like because you mentioned it, so explain. Yeah, yeah. Um, that movie Queen is a is a as a um, it's also a continuation of the Roots um, series. The Roots that uh, Alex Haley Roots. So, in this this came up maybe in the mid nineties because who was in this who was the star in this movie? It was oh, it was it was Holly Berry that was playing the main character. That she was playing the biracial child, and it was also Jasmine Guy in this movie too, I believe too. And um, this movie, she didn't know where to fit, cause she could have passed. She, she definitely could pass for white. She was in this movie. Holly Berry was passing for white in this movie because maybe they they lightened her skin somewhere somehow and make her look white. And <sighs> Lord, this, why? Yeah, and this <laughs> this movie. So if you look at Queen, she couldn't. She was trying to fit in. She, her, what happened was a mother, a white mom. Past and she was she's she, and she, her her father her father didn't know well actually not her white mother actually her her black mother passed her black mother was um raped by a white white um, plantation owner so what happened was if you look in the, so so what happened was she was she left to fend for herself and then if she fend for herself she was then she went poor she went broke so she went to she she was not she was trying to fit into the white community and the white community she was passing she was going you know there was dealing with her but somewhere somehow one of the men that was interested in her white Caucasian men that interested her found out that she was black and he went crazy oh he went crazy went crazy so she's left once again she was left to fend for herself this is i seen the movie years ago i'm trying to remember some glimpse of it mm-hmm. and then after that she she found herself being broke he kicked her out of, she was she was like like discharged from that society so she went to her so she went to her to her um former they were former slaves they were black folks in the they had their own little community she went there and they didn't accept it because they was like, "What is this white woman coming around us?" So, so biracial kids have it tough because they try to, to, to make a long story short. That's that's an example of how biracial kids sometimes they have it tough because they try to fit in. They can, but they can swing into either both. They either could choose their black side or they could choose their white side mm-hmm. to embrace their black side or they can embrace their white side. They can they have a choice to choose because when you look at some of them, they 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 can really pass for the Caucasian side. You know, so they they can. There's quite a few of them that can you know that can actually pass for pass for um um Caucasian and everything um. But 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 I have to say I really gotta say and I gotta say big up to um Jesse Williams man he can pass a white but he's he's very conscious of who he is man he really is man no I don't think he could pass for white what you mean man when I look at him he doesn't look like he could pass for white Jesse Williams when I first saw Jesse Williams on Grey's Anatomy I was like oh yeah he's um he's definitely uh has a biracial look but. He's, you know what? He's a good example of somebody who's biracial, who is, uh, who who is who is um, consciously inclined to issues. What about Chris Humphrey? I don't know what the heck Chris Humphreys is. I need somebody to help me with that one. I know Blake Griffin is half white and half black. Yeah. Chris Humphreys kind of look like him, in some way. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm gonna give you one. Um, Derek, yeah. Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. <laughs> Derek Jeter. Can't I don't think he could pass for white, 
But I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to go ahead and say something. You touching on some things right now. I'm about to go. I'm about to say something right now. I think if Jerry, I think if Derrida was darker skin, he wouldn't be liked as much. Yeah. Yeah. I believe his, I believe his complexion is what made, is what made him so popular for Yankee fans to love him the way they do. Now I'm not saying they don't like black players. The point I'm making is, is that I think his complexion helps some people forget what he kind of is. But the moment Derek Jeter, first of all, Derek Jeter doesn't even have a long history of dating black women. <clears throat> so now if let Derek Jeter pull a Kaepernick, because before Kaepernick pulled the Kaepernick, he didn't get this much backlash. No. I want you to hear where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before Kaepernick pulled the Kaepernick, that fan base had no problem with him. But then when Kaepernick pulled the Kaepernick, then those same people of that other side who was loving him and having his jerseys mm-hmm. said, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. You just touched something inside of me as a person on that side of the spectrum. So I'm not going to burn your jersey. I believe that that's what I believe. I believe if Kaepernick wouldn't kneeled and he wouldn't have done none of this stuff, he'd be in the league and he still have the same fan base of that other side. They would still be loving him. Now they hate him. Yes. A good majority of them, not all of them. Not all of them, but a yeah, good a good majority I, I, of them. I, I, I still them. love and respect Kaepernick, man. You know, you know, who, you know who tried to, you know who tried, you know who changed his skin tone though. I ain't gonna Sammy, Sammy Sosa. Sosa. Let's speak on that. First off, the man looked like Tom Hanks. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that man one day. He must have been on some red carpet somewhere. I kid you not. The man was looking like Count Chocula, man. Is he from Dominican Republic? Dominican Republic? Yeah, but you know. But let me tell you something. They have a complexion complex. They go okay. They do okay. I didn't want to go there, but I just had to. I yeah, just had to, yeah, I just, yeah. I just had to well, put we, it out there. Well, we talked about that on the Skin Deep series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of that. Yeah. So he, Pe- he people, does, people yeah. who have a complexion complex shouldn't be dating nobody of outside of their race because you, you already have that problem. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, just to kind of get back on topic here um, with the dating, um, here's my thing. If you're going to be somebody who, who, who interracially dates, where you say, you know what? I've always had a fondness for, <laughs> I've always had a fondness for white women, uh, Asian women. So I'm just going to go out there and give me an Asian. Okay. It's time for me to be honest real quick. <laughs> uh, I, 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 um, no shame here, but I happen to find, um, Asian women, uh, attractive. I do. Um, not just my, I, I love my women first. Let me just say that. Okay. Um, but there was a certain time of, of my young twenties where I said, you know what? If I don't end up getting with a sister, I'm gonna go get me an Asian woman or a Latina woman. Hmm. I had the wrong way about going about things by saying that, but that's the things that I said. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that that never happened. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, that's well, that's what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. I think you need to know who you're going for. I think you need to uh, uh, know what it is that, that you like. And then you need to find out, you know, if they even like you back, <laughs> you know, because you're mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. You're out there trying to get with a white woman. And you're going after a white woman who don't even want to date a brother, and then you then you get all insecure. You know what I'm saying? No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would say that some of these dating websites that are interracial based, um, I guess if they're on there, mm-hmm. then it's safe to assume that they're probably going to date brothers mm-hmm. because why are they on that website? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. But what I'm mm-hmm. saying is, is that. Mm-hmm. You know, you shouldn't get with somebody who's who's of a race because that's what you like. I mean, they're still people. They're not animals. It's not like, uh, oh, I want to have a dog, so I'm going to go out there and buy one. People are not like that. You shouldn't do people like that. It should always be about, if okay, if, you're, attract- be sincere. if, you, if, if you're attracted in this one thing, but yeah. it's also to be about compatibility. It, you, should. it should. It should be about like, well... Well, this, I don't want to just date it because she's white. I want to date it because we have a we have a connection. It should be about that. It shouldn't be about and we have we have a connection. But I'm also I'm physically attracted to her. But but we also have a connection. It shouldn't be about just well I want to date it because she's white or I want to date it because she's she's the Puerto Rican. I only, only date Puerto Puerto right. Ricans. You know it shouldn't right. be it shouldn't be that way. No, it's no. it's, it's got to be sincere. Like the mic down. It's got to be sincere. With anybody, even within your own kind, yeah, it's got to be sincere. Otherwise, it's just based off of just sex. Hey, you kept it real. You said, you know, a lot of times men want to get at somebody because they just picture them in their bed, you know, butt naked cooking breakfast with their house shoes on. I get that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. (laughs) So, you know, in my case, walking around, never mind. So. uh, So uh no no forget it. I'm gonna just go out and say it. When that day comes, my wife, whatever, I'm not gonna lie. I saw a woman who was so attractive. For my brothers and sisters in the faith, just bear with me. But I gotta speak some real talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen some women in in my life. I'm looking at them. And I'm I'm like, man, this girl look good. I'm scanning her body. Remember I talked about how I scan yeah, a woman's yeah, yeah. body mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from the top down, mm-hmm. down up, mm-hmm. side to side. Anyway, I was looking at her. I said, man, I was, pitch- I was pitching her in my house, mm-hmm. cooking breakfast, butt naked with some stilettos on. Okay? Now, I shouldn't make my decisions based off that. But I'm just saying, as men, we visual. You yes. know what I'm saying? That's just mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. So the point I'm making is, it still got to be sincere. It got to be sincere. You know, mm-hmm. it do. You don't want to end up like uh, a situation where you get with somebody and then you compromise everything. All everything that was on your checklist for this woman is now wiped off, wiped off the list now because she happens to be uh, uh, an, a, a white woman. Mm. You know. You were looking for a woman who was compatible with you, who who's who's respectful, who's loyal, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Instead, mm-hmm. she's not respectful, she's not loyal, but she just so happens to be white, so you'll get with her because of that. But but you as a brother, you make all these criteria for black women. 
How about that? A black woman got to be everything under the sun for you, but a white woman don't. Get the heck out of here. Yeah, she she can she can have uh, love handles and 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 um hold out of weight, but uh, but, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but a sister, sister, sister gotta be gotta be petite, gotta be built, a bit like a model. Fit, exactly. Yeah, yeah, come on, she man. gotta she gotta have all of this and more. She gotta have money. She gotta all have this money. and more. Yeah, but but, she, but for a white woman, she, she, or a, she just gotta be his wife. Yeah, that's so, it. That's so it. she so she ends up looking like freaking uh, you know. Sumo wrestler Yeah she ends up uh, She's 400 plus Yeah (laughs) (laughs) She's disrespectful She's mean But because she's white It works No It shouldn't be like that You end up in an abusive relationship like that Mm -hmm. My opinion Mm -hmm. So That's all I gotta say for that That was kinda like my final thought Zach Kears I'm gonna hand it to you Anything last you wanna say on this issue Yeah man (laughs) (laughs) Yeah man When it comes to integration They always go with your heart man And and, and, you know Just just choose the person because you know, you you love them, and you can, and they're compatible with you. Don't go because it don't don't strive because it. Oh, she's white and everything's old, so she's feeling me, and she's white because I'm. Let me just go with her anyway because I want to see how it is. No, 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 no. Always go with somebody that you that that she feels you, you feel her, and this is this is a good under. You have a good understanding with each other. That you, it should be it should be. Then it will work. That's my final thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, I want to sincerely do this though. I know last episode I didn't. Um, we were talking about interracial dating. So, if I offended anybody, I want to sincere, sincerely uh, apologize. It wasn't about that. It was about just pointing out some things. Um, there's nothing wrong with interracial dating if that's what you want to do. Um, I have my take on it, which is very different. Um. And Zacchaeus has his take on it And he's a married man He's married to a black woman mm-hmm. Okay Has a family with with one You know mm-hmm. So We This is just Our experiences We were talking about experiences Um In the future We would like to do this again Of people of different nationalities That would kind of help bring some uh, Other perspective to the show mm-hmm. You know I would like to in the future Do this uh, show right and then we could have somebody from the white community, from the Spanish community, from the Asian community, and you know, and so mm-hmm. forth and so on, because I think that will help. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it just would. I, I, I'm open minded in that way. I know some people hear us and they're like, "Wow, these guys are so pro black." No, we're yes, we're pro black, but we're not anti white. What? Yes, but we are not, not anti white. No, we're not. No. All right. No. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get up out of here. Before we do, let's give out our information. Zach Kears, where can they reach you? Yo, Wayne Backus on um, Wayne Backus two on Twitter. You can hit me up on Twitter. You can also hit me up on um, Instagram. Zacchaeus Z A C C H E U S. Zacchaeus B seventy three on Twitter on Facebook. You also can hit me up with Wayne Backus on Facebook or Wayne Zacchaeus Backus on Facebook. Um, don't and remember to get that book, A Bad Man, a Thug, and a Gangster. That's available, and also can also we also have we have music. Can get our music. Um, the, the called the example Zacchaeus and the Fifth General. The example that's still available everywhere. Yeah. All right, you can reach me at the Fifth General, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at the Fifth General, Twitter, 
Instagram, and Facebook. Signing off. Mr. Z. And fifth, we're going to get up out of here. We'll see y'all next time. Yeah, yeah. Peace.